This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the 2009 NFL Draft and how we think the Redskins did. Did they get offensive linemen? No. We'll talk about this and much, much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? What's Woo, happening, you what's guys? Up? What's happening, Harry Hall Nation? Welcome to episode number 166, 100 plus Derek Dockery episode, Harry Hog Football, on the um, tail end of the draft. The what end? Tail end. Dude, was that our Dockery report already? The Dockery report coming in early on Harry Hog Football this week. No, that wasn't the Dockery report. Mm. It's later in the show. Okay, Are you sure. All right. But anyway. Yeah, dude, I'm sure. Are you positive? I'm looking right here. I'm looking right at the itinerary, and it's not on there yet. In fact, you don't even have it on the itinerary. No, I don't, but since you brought him up, I figured you would, uh, you would just go ahead and go into the Dockery report, just like if someone said Zorn. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. You know, somebody, I'll go right into it. Somebody says Zorn or something? Yeah, if someone said Zorn. now, the Dockery report. <laughs> It's time for the Dockery Report. The big news of Derek Dockery this week is that his um, roommate, roommate, uh, uh, Mike Williams. Dude, no, no, no. This is the H. Dockery Report, not not the big Mike Williams report. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I don't what are you have doing, anything, man. What are you doing? Seriously, dude, I don't, I don't have anything no. else to say about Derek Dockery. Derek Dockery's brother went uh, undrafted this week. Well, it's not. It's not Derek Dockery's brother's report. It's Derek Dockery. Report. No, no, it's not. It's the Dockery report. That's right. Short for Derek Dockery report. Now, what would Jim Zorn say? <laughs> WWJD. I'm sorry. Maybe I need to clear my throat. Zorn, what do you have in your throat? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this has been the Derek Dockery <laughs> report. What? Nothing to report no, except for that. Apparently, I was hoping that uh, I was hoping that Dockery's brother that we might get Dockery's brother on the Washington Redskins to you know stick him there next to Dockery or something. Let Dockery teach him the the ropes, so to speak. Dude, what? All I can say about that is we know how bad Derek Dockery was when he first came into the league <laughs> and he was drafted. Yeah, but look, man. Then he then he ended up with a forty nine million dollar contract, you know, up in up in the the hinterlands of New York. Well, they obviously couldn't pay him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, he obviously came home where he wanted to be. Take me home. Okay, we've got too much to talk about without ah, hard, without know. dwelling on Derek Dockery. Right, cross that one off the, uh... I've long... In case you guys didn't hear. In case you guys didn't hear, the NFL draft was this weekend, no. and the Redskins somehow, <laughs> not by their not by their own um, accord, not by the hair of their chinny chin chins, did not do something stupid and trade up to get Mark Sanchez. Not that they didn't try. 
Not that they didn't try exactly. Yeah, that, and then tell the entire world that they, in fact, did try to trade up and get it. Right. Is is Vinny Serrato just dense or something? All right. You've already alienated dense. your quarterback by trying <laughs> to trade him for crybaby Cutler. And then you say, you know, um, we're going to get Sanchez. And then they don't get Sanchez, right? And so instead of being like, uh, Jason Campbell's our man for this season at quarterback, we wanted to go in there and get a Rackpo and get that pass rush worked on. Did they say that? No. No, sir. They came out, they came out and said that they tried to trade up to get Mark Sanchez, but the price was too great. So they had to settle. Dude. They had to settle for a Rackpo. Rackpo. And they came out and said that, uh, they tried to trade with Denver, who had the number twelve pick. When Denver came up, they were calling the, they were on the phone with Denver, and they said, "Hey, we want to flip flop with you because we want to get a Rackpo." And Denver played was like totally awesome. They were totally cool about it, and they were just like, "Dude, you're gonna get your guy. Don't worry about it." When they easily could have been like, "Oh, okay, we'll take your first round, your you know your thirteen pick, and like your third round pick or your second next year to move up or something crazy like that." They totally could have done that. And instead, they were just like, yeah. don't worry, guys. Don't worry about it. They were like, Vinny, you're being very undue, dude. Vinny Serrato, just what qualifies him for that job? Seriously. Uh, he's got connections. He knows a guy that knows a guy. He was, he's been in football for a long time. He was with the 49ers organization back when they were winning Super Bowls. And uh, he was with Notre Dame when they what were was still he doing? pretty good. Um, I don't think he had a significant really role with any of those organizations, but he's he's been around winning teams. But I think he's kind of like the guy that's he's been around, but he's just kind of hanging out on the edges, like sponging this off the success. Was he washing jock straps? You, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> dude, Jason Campbell. Anyway. Though, Jason Campbell's got to feel like you know last last month's girlfriend, you know. After her man gets dumped by the prom queen, I, I don't, you know, he's huh? coming back for more. And I mean, what do you do? Seriously, you go out well, and you have now the best season of your career. Him. Is what he's going to have to do, dude. Now, yeah. now they're trying to dump him for a dude that's only played like ten games. What? Seriously, what is it? Is he like the leper of DC? <laughs> um, I don't know. The leper of DC. That might be Casey Raybach. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> you got the balls, and I've got the brains. <laughs> now hike me the football. Uh. Anyway. <laughs> uh. Anyway, let's go through the draft here. I dudes. like the crickets. I like the crickets too. Yeah. All right, let's get through the draft. Draft. Plug it in. Dude, where's that little sound effect? Number 10. The little... The second, the first round pick. All right. Our round one pick, number 13 overall. Number 13. From Texas. Defensive end, Brian Arakpo. is a mega beast. I cannot believe Brian Arakpo was still there at 13, and I don't think the Washington Redskins can believe it either. 
Dudes, I started thinking when I was I turned I on the draft I, right when Sanchez got uh, picked, and and I was and you were like, Sweet. yeah. First thing I was you like, thank him. goodness, and you know, I didn't think it was like over for good. I thought maybe they try to trade him or something, but I was like, thank goodness the Redskins didn't trade up and do that. And then uh, Eugene Monroe was on the board for a little bit longer, and I was like, man, what if he falls to thirteen? We got to get him, but he did not. <laughs> And it kept going on. And who was it? Um, Buffalo picked that guy from Penn State, the defensive end, instead of Arakpo. He was kind of like a one-year wonder instead of someone who really established himself in college like Arakpo did. Mm. Yep. So when that happened, choice. I said, choice there, yeah. Dudes. When that happened, I said, we're going to get him. We're going to get him. And I remember at pick number 12, Aaron was like, dude, Denver's probably going to get him. I said, dude, they're going to get a running back. I'm telling you. I don't know, but and what did they do? Washington took all of Washington took all of four seconds to pick him when it was when they were up. That's because it Denver like, told them oh. they were going to get their guy. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, John, they already said that. I think the Saints or someone is on the clock. The Redskins have already picked, and John's like, "No, dude, Denver is just about to like pick." They had like they just no, they were dude. just showing Denver's pick, like right when you said that. I know they were like the Redskins have already made their pick. So, I mean, so yeah, what did they? Roger Goodell didn't even have to leave the podium. So what did? So what did they do? Did they just like? Uh, I guess what they were trying to prove by picking him immediately was like you'd think that they were trying to prove. Oh, this was who we had our sights on the whole time. Like maybe they weren't really going after Sanchez because they made the pick so quickly when he was available when you know Arakpo was available, and then Vinny comes out and, as Aaron said, just was dense. And told everyone what happened. Yeah, that or was probably, a... dude. They they chose so quickly because they were like, ooh, 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 dude, 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 he's there, he's there, he's there. Get him, get him, get him, get him. They were like, seriously, they're all excited. You know, it's like, you know, it was like a kickball game or something on the on the playground, and you realize like the the biggest kicker is is still there to be able to be picked. Ah, oh. He was like. Hurry up before Denver changes their mind. They're going to change their <laughs> can mind. They change the change mind? Can their they mind. change their mind? Can they change their mind? Pick them. Just pick them. Can, can they change their mind? Seriously. Anyway, yeah. Brian Arakpo, anyway. dude, is awesome. Guy, he can. Did you guys know he can bench press like 510 pounds or 515 pounds? I would hope so. Um, yeah, 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 I read something about that. I'm a little concerned because I was looking at his college stats, and they were saying that he basically has been injured like three or four times. He does have some injuries. He's had knee problems, and that that I think is the biggest uh, red light on him is his recurring knee yeah. problems. So that's what you got to yeah. look out for. We don't want him to turn into another somebody else. Although if you think about it, dude, he's going to be over there next to Albert Hainsworth, who's going to be getting double teamed. Dude. There's no excuse for him not to get a handful of sacks this year uh, as a rookie. Uh, yeah, with him on the left uh, side and uh, and uh, Andre Carter on the right side, and then Philip Daniels will be able to come in um, to spell him and things of that nature. Dude, I don't know if this is true, but I saw this on SportsCenter today where they mentioned that the Redskins were going to be using Philip Daniels on the inside, some. He's done that before. He's come in and played a lineman. Interesting. They're going to be moving people about, around a lot, I think. Yeah, they're talking about Arakpo, you know, dropping back to linebacker some as well. Yeah, that's right. 
it could be an interesting mix up. You know, the, the cool thing about that is, is that because of the way that we've shaped up this defense in this draft and with, you know, picking up who we've picked up this year and, um, you know, Albert Hainsworth. I mean, yeah, you can look at tape of Albert Hainsworth, but, but as a collective defense, you know, the offenses really aren't going to know what to expect from the Redskins, I think, for a while. Nor do I know if the Redskins know what to expect from the Redskins for a while. But, but you know, putting all these people together like this, I mean, I could see it being just this massive off. I mean, massive defense. Like I, I and, and Aaron and I, I think we're talking about this um, the other day a little bit. Potentially, and see how you feel about this, John, the Redskins having the number one defense in the NFL without making predictions. It's possible. It's definitely possible. Adding Hainsworth, making sure Hall is there, um, drafting this guy in the third round with the second pick. You know, there, there ends day one. Let's move on to day two. Kevin Barnes in the third round, defensive back for Maryland. Yep. Yeah, interesting pick. Uh, their third, they're only their second pick in the draft, and I would think there'd be some kind of offensive lineman available since nope. that is our <laughs> seriously um, dude. You know, glaring need here at this point. But no, they take Kevin Barnes, a local boy from Maryland, uh, who scored a forty one on the Wonderlick. I believe he uh, I believe he uh, had the highest score on the Wonderlick this year. Anything above a thirty on the Wonderlick is considered executive um, level, job level person. Smart. Right. This dude scored a 41. It's pretty good. The highest you can score is 50, and I think only one player has ever scored a 50, and it was a uh, a quarterback from Dartmouth or Yale or one of those Ivy League schools. That's it. Ever. I think it was Harvard. Harvard, Yale. Yeah, but anyway, this is a smart. Shale. Obviously, this dude's smart, and he's big. He's bigger than um, most corners. I think he's what, like six two? I think it was six one. I believe, if I remember correctly, he was six one. Um, how much did he weigh? He was six one. He's close to two hundred. I think he's like one ninety. Close to two hundred. Yeah. And he's, and he's pretty fast. Yeah, he's pretty fast. He likes to hit. Again, another player who fell as far as he did because of injuries. But uh, he's recovered from his injuries and and looks like he. It looks like he's pretty much uh he's pretty much ready to go. And like you said, you know we're yeah, gonna we're gonna keep as... revisiting this whole lineman offensive lineman uh thing. But he pro- it looks like he was the best player available. And you can never have too many corners, especially with uh Smoot kind of slowing down, even in the nickel role. So, you know, we may see Kevin Barnes yeah. supplanting uh, Carlos Rogers before the end of the season. Ooh. I, I was going to say, with the departure of Sean Springs, the one place on the defense besides the fact that we didn't have a pass rush, which they addressed with Hainsworth and Arakpo. Arakpo! Is the cornerback position, especially because I don't trust Carlos Rogers. Yeah, I don't either. I think Josh, I think that makes us unanimous on it. We know, we all know how we feel about Tryon. Yeah, he. I, I want to see him returning kicks, though. I want to see some of that coming up in camp. I'm, I'm pretty excited to see if he does better with that, and if he gets a little bit better, you know, just in general, we'll see. He had a, he had a big mouth at the beginning Mm -hmm. of camp last year, but that didn't last long. Um. 
There you go. Oh, one more thing. Oh, never mind. I'll hold off on that. All right. So our next pick um, was in the wait. What round? The fifth round. Fifth round. Twenty-second pick in the fifth round. Hundred fifty-eighth pick overall. Cody Glenn. Controversial. This was a Vinny pick. It was an interesting pick out of Nebraska. Right. Very interesting pick. Outside linebacker. Very interesting. Uh, I read something about him today that said the most notable thing about Cody Glenn <laughs> was how he – his injuries and how he how his uh, left the ended. team. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and how he started off as a, what, a running back and has only played one year as a linebacker. Well, you know what was interesting in watching the draft? It, they um, Yeah, he's a converted uh, running back, uh, converted to a linebacker. And when he was drafted, that at first they actually had an RB next to his name. Um, they didn't even know. They didn't even ah. know. They had an RB. It said the Redskins select Cody Glenn, and it said RB. And I was like, a running back? They huh. drafted a running back? And then they were like, this linebacker, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, dude. Now I'm really confused. You guys have that messed up. So I had to go online and look the guy up. Yeah, I think I read what you read today, Aaron. Also, the, the Washington City paper um, – put something up today about the Cody Glenn pick talking about his injuries. And the most notable thing was the way his career ended in college by getting kicked off the team for an undisclosed off field incident. Right. Which he described Um, to the press as a, he was suspended for selling tickets, but it turns out that was a big load of crap, (laughs) but neither he nor the coaching staff at Nebraska will uh, divulge exactly what he was suspended for saying it's an in-house Do the Redskins know? Do the Redskins know? Aaron asked that the other day. Do the Redskins know? Who knows? Yeah. All, I, all I know is that same article said that Vinny Serrato um, investigated it before they made the draft pick. He investigated it. Yeah, that's what Maybe I've heard, he too, is that he yeah, – the Redskins did much investigating on many – on all the players, allegedly, yeah. and checked out all that stuff. So uh, apparently he said, quote, we're comfortable with everything. I, I, well, I, I like this, and I'm just going to quote this. I want to quote this one more thing from that sure Washington City paper article about him. It's uh, He says, uh, any honest Husker fan can tell you if you can play some ball, it's tough to, It's tough to get suspended in Lincoln for anything short of a war crime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. I know what they're saying. We'll see. So, so what we're saying here so, is that the pick that we had in the fifth round, um, instead of drafting an offensive lineman, and granted, at this point, I don't think there were really <laughs> any available, apparently, or for the rest of the draft, they were already all picked, or there were none of any quality left. Um, instead, we drafted an outside yeah, linebacker no. who's played less than a full season as a linebacker, um, has had legal problems for not only not paying rent, um, also being kicked off the team. We don't know <laughs> if that's a legal issue or not, but was kicked off the team for the last few games of the year. And he's who we decided to go with for our fifth pick. All right. Way to go, go, Vinny. Way to go, Vinny. All right, Vinny. All the players in the country, and he's who we take. Yeah. Well, let me me also uh, talk about why we picked where we did in the fifth round. Um, The Redskins did a swap with Minnesota. They swapped fifth-round picks, uh, dropping back, I think it was eight spots. And for that, Minnesota gave us our seventh round pick back that we uh we lost when we traded them for Erasmus B. Dragon James. 
who did absolutely nothing for the Redskins. So moving on then, dude. In the sixth round, we have another chance to draft a an exceptional offensive lineman. I don't know his name, but um, the younger Docker. The fact that every college team has at least a handful of offensive linemen, you figure we might be able to find one, one. worthy of a sixth round pick. One. Oh no, <laughs> we didn't. We got. Robert Henson. He's a Texas Christian. What is it? Horn toad Horned or whatever. Horn frogs. Horn fro- frog. Horn frog. And he's an he's an inside linebacker. What do you know about him, John? I don't know a damn thing about him. Nothing. Absolutely. I, nothing. You know what I do know about him? That by the time it gets to the first game of the season, he's going to be cut. You think so? Absolutely. Cut. Dude, he's gonna be you heard it here Dude, first. We know he's gonna be, he's gonna be the did Dallas Sarks of this year's draft. Did we know anything about Chris Horton? <laughs> Dallas Sarts. Did we know anything about Horton? Uh, we did knew Horton that did. he had a pretty good college career at UCLA. All right. And that some people have yeah. listed him higher. I've never heard of this Robert Henson guy. But I can't say I find I follow uh, <laughs> Horton Frog football very, very uh, actively. Maybe I call or him anything once on out of Texas. Mm. Dude, is Versus paying you because you mention them every week? Yes, seriously. I do? Yes. Yeah, dude. I'm going to have to keep a log of that. I, I can't remember ever mentioning Versus. I think you're lying. Anyway, dude, last week, I'll quote you on this, and you can go back and listen right. to it. All right. You mentioned being able to watch... USC games because they were the late national game that they showed. Oh, that's right. I did. Versus. I did mention that. That's right because they show all those West Coast games, and of course Texas isn't West Coast; it's kind of its own coast, um, the Forbidden City Coast. <laughs> oh, and that may, that reminds me. Going on that uh, thing, the one thing I wanted to say about Arakpo is that he is from Texas. We all know he went to Texas, the same school as Dockery. And he said in his press conference that he did not grow up a Dallas Cowboys fan, that he grew up a Houston fan, the Oilers, and, of course, the Texans after that. Sweet. And he said, he said that he is definitely not a fan of the Dallas Cowboys, nor has he ever been. And his high school team was, guess what, who? The Redskins. That's right. Redskins. Modeled after the Washington awesome. Redskins. I like it. Dude, I saw his little... I saw his little interview after he got drafted, and then I saw another one on ESPN. He seems pretty pumped about being in Washington. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, they have a really good defense. The only thing they've been lacking is a is a you know a pass rusher and a fatty in the middle and an offense. As far as the defense is concerned, as far as the defense is concerned, I say bring it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's still not going to help us score any points. As upset as we are about not getting offensive linemen up to this point, because we're up to the sixth round so far, um, you know, defenses win championships 98 times out of 100. So I think our defense is going to be fantastic. But anyway, let's move on to the seventh round, because we finally got to the offensive side of the ball in the seventh round. Yeah, dudes. And you guys know who Vinny's going to take in the seventh round with the 221st overall pick. It's Eddie, Eddie Williams. Williams. Eddie Williams. Tight end from Idaho. Idaho. You and brought This her. is the Erasmus B. Dragon pick, right? 
No. Yes, this is the uh, this is the pick that we got back from them that they gave us back. Yeah, it was ours originally. Dude, I could hardly find anything on this guy when I was looking him up. I found like a couple of um, plays on YouTube that he ran where uh, you know he scored a touchdown against Hawaii or something like that. But man, it was uh, I don't really know much about this guy at all. Well, I know one thing. I've heard, well, first of all, he's a tight end because you know how bad we need one of those right now on offense. Man, that position is hurting for us. <laughs> well, I'll tell I you. think of one nope. position on the offense where we needed a, 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 a player. It was tight end. But the thing is, is he's not even really a tight end. They're converting him to a fullback right. because, man, we could really use a good fullback right now. Seriously. We don't have well, one. Well, right I think that's just it. We only have one. I think that's 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 the deal, dude. How many do you need if you have Mike Sellers? Mm, Seriously, there's no. You know what happens if Mike Sellers suddenly gets hurt? Got to have at least one. Well, they put in, um, dude. If he gets hurt, they put in um, Josh Allen. What's his face? Todd Yoder. <laughs> they'll call Yoder. They convert him. They'll call Brian Kozlowski and convert him. Anyway, <laughs> Eddie Williams. Going to call up the Cos. John, Josh. <laughs> Josh, when you were looking up stuff about Eddie Williams, did you find his like physical stats, like his weight and height and stuff like that? No, uh, no not really. Um... <laughs> Hold on, I got his stats. He's six foot one, two forty nine. Um, You're making that up, dude. No, no, I'm not making this up. He was born in uh, August nineteen eighty seven, and he's expected to be a fullback. However, there are no 87? photos of him, according to Redskins. Wait, he was born in 87? <laughs> you, you said 87, dude? Seriously. He was born in 87. <laughs> How old does that make you feel? Dang. Here, here's the deal. He had, um, in, in his 2008 uh, showing for Idaho, he had 54 receptions, 687 yards, and six touchdowns. Now, sweet. his career, he only had twice as many receptions and twice as many yards. And not even twice as many touchdowns. So he obviously had, he had a good senior year, I guess, for him. Sure. Yeah, but a lot of a lot of college players don't even get any playing time until they're juniors. So. Yeah. So anyway, there he is. I think he'll make the team, dude. I'm going out on a limb and saying it. I, I don't know anything it. about him. I just have a gut feeling. You don't think he's going to make Williams cut? By the way, dude, we were talking about. <laughs> and we didn't bring this up. Um, that little. Uh, the guy that we drafted um, in the third round, Kevin Barnes. Yeah, dude, he's kind of this. He, to me, he looks like kind of a wiry guy. But man, he put a hit. You can go on YouTube and, and look for it. Just look for a big hit by Kevin Barnes. Oh yeah, he, he has kind this, of a, a he famous made this, hit. Dude, he made some cow player totally toss his cookies. Man, yeah, knocked the guy's helmet off, and then the guy just laid there and rolled around and puked. And they had it on videotape. It was, dude, it was a huge hit. Pretty big, so, pretty big hit. Yeah, I read an article about him, and they they called him a YouTube sensation. Right. Anyway, anyway, we've left the third round, dude. We're down in the seventh round. No, we're now moving on to our compensatory picks. Mm-hmm. Our compensatory. Yeah. Oh yeah. Selection. Yeah. Compensatory. Seventh round pick, two hundred forty-three. Compensatory for what was this one for? Jason Taylor. What was it for? Yeah, sure. Suckiness. Sure. For who? Sure. We lost someone. It's Marco Mitchell, dude. I think we lost um, Springs and got this. Pick. I think this was anyway, for the Springs. Uh, I'm just Dude kidding. Springs. Anyway, this is this guy's got a cool name. His name's Marco Mitchell. 
wide receiver, not an offensive lineman, from Nevada. I told you. I told you. I said on the website, like, the day before the draft, I said, we're going to pick a wide receiver tomorrow. Mm. I told you. Yeah, but you didn't say we were going to pick a fullback. No, I did not say we were going to pick a fullback, that's for sure, or two linebackers, <laughs> or a cornerback. And we also speculated we also speculated that we would not pick an offensive lineman. I kind of, yeah, <laughs> we did kind of figure that. Is this dude truly going to compensate, though, for, you know, for Sean Springs? I mean, is that who we're supposed to be compensating for with this compensatory pick? You never know, dude. Take um, Horton, for example. Dude, Horton was a sixth-round pick. Uh-uh, he was a seventh-rounder. Was he? Yeah, yep. I thought he was our last pick, wasn't he? I thought he was a sixth-rounder. He was our last round. He was our he was last seven. pick. All right. So, don't write Marco Mitchell off just yet. No, Marco he Mitchell is actually a pretty good player. player. He added the, uh, the Wolf Pack, the Nevada yep. Wolf Pack. Um, yes. Actually, if you go look at his highlight reel, he kind of has this stature about him when when he like catches and runs that it, it, it's sort of Rand, Randy Moss like in a lot of ways it's interesting he could be a project you know where it he looks could like be, he's he running really slow could come around in a couple of years for sure just kind of long and tall you know and i don't know he just what's his stature he's 6 foot 4 dang it's pretty dude he might work dude Seriously. He can't do any worse than Malcolm Kelly. Yeah, exactly. And I don't believe he has a history of being injured either, so. Or sleeping in and not making it to practice. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say he's going to make the team. I think he's got a good shot. What do you say? What do you say, Josh? Um, I'm just going to wait and watch. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> Who said that? We'll see. We'll see. Anyway. Anyway. Moving on. What? Do we have a little break here or something? Oh, yeah. We have a short commercial break. Make sure you guys stick around, and we'll be back in a moment. You're in the prime of your life, and you love to celebrate it. That's right. You know what I'm talking about. P.O. Come on. Don't be embarrassed by it. Erectile overactivity can happen to any of us. And it's for that reason we've created Stand Down. Stand Down is a pill that you can take on a daily basis or just when you need it. You know, when your soldier's standing under tension too long, take yourself a Stand Down. Get through the rest of the day, do your thing, and enjoy your life. Ask your doctor to ask your wife if Stand Down is right for you. Okay, that's our newest sponsor, Stand Down. Nice. Nice. All right. Um, available from your physician. Yeah, ask your doctor to ask your wife if stand down is right for you or your significant other or whatever. Especially if it's been four hours. <laughs> <laughs> four hours is the magic number there. <laughs> anyway, moving forward on the itinerary, our next Item of business is, in addition to all the people we drafted, no offensive linemen, we also signed 13, are they signed? Or I guess they are signed, right? Yes. 13 undrafted players Dude, it, who will be at minicamp this week. Isn't it always a baker's dozen? Didn't we do that with 13 last year? I don't know, but how many people named Williams did we pick up? Um <laughs> 
How many people this named Eddie Williams did we pick up? They had to list one of them as Edwin. Edwin <laughs> E. Dude, Lee. we got Eddie Williams. Lee. We got Jason Williams. We got Mike Williams. Robin Williams. We got Doug Williams. Oh, wait. Robin Williams. Anyway, here, I'm going to go down the list on this. And, John, we you're going to whip Williams off some sisters. stats about these people. <laughs> Williams sisters. We got Serena Williams. <laughs> Venus. We got Pluto Williams. All right. Oh, man. Robert Agnone. Tight end, another tight another end. Another tight end. Out of Delaware. Delaware. You know anything about him? I know he's a blue hand. <laughs> okay, moving well, there we on. Go. He's a big you tight got, end. He's 6'6", he's 256. Um, and he played for one AA school. All right, so we'll see. He might be a good, um, what you may call it, practice squad man. All right, moving on. You guys are not going to believe who this guy is. He's also out of Maryland. And his name's Williams. His name's Scott Burley, <laughs> and he is an offensive lineman, dude. A what? What do you know about him? A what? You heard me. You heard me. An offensive, offensive lineman. lineman. He's a he's the hometown guy, right? He's one of the uh, those those terrapin yeah. guys that that got picked up once again. Yeah, didn't they pick up like three or four of them? They picked up a couple of them. Um, yeah, we're, gonna, yeah. we're gonna get to the other one in a bit, and of course, got, the one that got, got dropped. A hand, handful of turtles on the field. Here's the turtle. Do you know anything about Scott Burley? Burley, John. He's kind of a burly guy. Um, all ACC honorable mention. Everyone wins. Yay. And then the next pick was interesting because a lot of people I talked to thought this guy would have been drafted, and that's Chase Daniel, quarterback from Missouri. Mizzou. And he was a Heisman Trophy finalist, I believe, last season, correct, John? He is, you are correct. He uh, he was in the running for the Heisman for most of the season. Um, he had a really – he had a pretty good career. I remember seeing him um, play on TV a couple times, but I don't remember much about him. I just know he was pretty successful. Um, yeah, he had some good players around him too. Missouri had a couple of good years there, so that could be very interesting. I'm kind of surprised that they, well, at this point, I'm not surprised at anything the Redskins do. So now, I guess it's going to be him and Colt Brennan battling it out, or perhaps Todd Collins, or perhaps Jason Campbell. <laughs> I think Todd Collins is going to be Hi, Todd. Do you think how old is Todd Collins now? He's getting up there, right? How he's, old is he? He's like thirty. He's in his upper thirties, mid to I upper thirties. He's getting dude. to the point where he he needs to think about start as you know being an assistant coach somewhere as a quarterbacks coach or something. He's older than me. I know that. <laughs> yeah, he needs to be a quarterbacks coach wherever Al Saunders is now. Right? Where is he? The Rams? Exactly. He needs to go there. But none of those teams are going to pay him like whatever, what a million and a half, two million a year that he's getting from us to be the backup. Mm. Mm-hmm. What's Jason Campbell's contract now? How much is he making? Um, less than Ty Collins. Is he really? I don't know. I don't think it's much more. He's still on his rookie contract. Isn't don't he, make John? that stuff up, dude. Because we never make up stuff here at Harry. He's Hall. still Football. on his <laughs> Everything, we, Everything is real. We, we never fly by the seat of our pants. Uh, he's in the last year of his contract. He was a he was a first round pick, so he's probably making more than 
Todd Collins, but I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Hmm. Anyway, this guy Chase Daniel has a chance at, you know, we're not going to keep four quarterbacks on our team, dude. So either Todd Collins or um, Colt Brandon are going to be gone. Or this guy. And, this you know, they could stick someone on the practice squad, but they don't have to. Or this guy, yeah. That's what I meant. All right, moving on is John's favorite guy from the undrafted rookie free agent list, Antonio Dixon. Dude, Dixon what? seriously. What, what is He's a defensive tackle from Miami. From where? The U. Miami. The U? Really? They had a whole one He's person probably drafted friends with, uh, in Stan the entire Curry. draft from the U. Are from you Michael serious? Irvin. Yeah, one person was drafted, and he was in uh, the second day. Really? Wow. The I U. I did not know that. I hope this next guy makes the team. His name's Doug Dutch. It's kind of a That's cool a name. That's a cool name. Kind of like back from Michigan. Doug Dutch. He's a Wolverine. Doug, the double Doug. Yeah, Dutch. this guy's like a 200-pound cornerback, uh, 5'11", used to play wide receiver. Um, at Mich- He's a Michigan Wolverine. Um, he might make it. I kind of like this next guy's last name, actually. Devin Frischnecht. Frischnecht. Tight end. Frisch connect. connect. Tight end from Washington what, what State. What is the origin of that? I would say German. I think it's German, dude. Wisconsin? I would say German. German, dude. Schnell. Frischnecht. Interesting. Schnell! Anything that's kind of hard to say <laughs> is usually German. Dude, you ever Frischnecht. notice every time you ever watch one of those old war movies and there's ever Germans on there, the only word they say in German is Schnell! <laughs> Dude, Frischneck. Like if you watch like John Madden retire. Like if you watch like the original Dirty Dozen or something, you know, you hear like mumble, 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 Schnell. Yeah, why is that? And I asked Suzanne what that meant, and I think she said it means like hurry. It means fast or something. And hurry. Fast, fast. And if you say it with emphasis, I mean, I think it means hurry up. You know, hurry the bleep up, because we're about to be shot by these (laughs) Americans. By John Wayne. Dude. We're about to be shot by John Wayne. Schnell! Like the, uh, Cut! Schnell! Guys, 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 seriously, John. What? This isn't, this isn't what? like, you know, European language lesson hour here. This is Harry Hogan football. <laughs> it is by this point, dude, because everyone <laughs> listening at this point in our podcast, they are diehard fans because they're listening to talk about, uh, you know, Cause, undrafted. Because we're halfway through the undrafted list. Of which one person is going to be lucky to to make the team. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's just rattle these off. Schnell, Aaron, Schnell. Because people are falling asleep, including myself. John Howman, (laughs) wide receiver from Concordia. What is that, a fictitious country? (laughs) What's Concordia? Is that a culinary (laughs) school? (laughs) I don't know. I I think... Yeah, I think they make grape, Concord grape, grape jellies. Juice, grape juice and jellies. Anyway, don't know anything about it. What them. is Concordia? Where is that? It's in Alabama. It in Concord? What? It's in L.A., lower Alabama. Oh, I thought you meant Los Angeles. Oh, no, no. I thought you meant Louisiana. Dude, everyone knows that L.A. means lower Alabama, man. All right, uh, dude, it's in Selma. Selma, Alabama. Yeah. Oh, my. 
If you go to the conclusion, is that right? That can't be right. Dude, Chanel, let's go. All right. In any event, let's move forward here. Um, next up, Brigham Harwell, a defensive tackle from UCLA. Um, I think he might. Never mind. I'm not going to say. He was a multi-year starter for the Bruins, Next. and he was a uh, team captain. So, might have shot. Excellent. Huh. Next up, Lindy Holmes. I like that. That's name. an old school He's name, right there, isn't it? Out of Lindy Holmes, safety out of Oklahoma, trying to win a spot on the team. You know anything about him? I know he's six, six foot mm, tall. I'll take that as a no. I hope he's fast. Oklahoma. I hope he can hit hard and catch a ball. If he, if any of these <laughs> defensive secondary dudes can actually catch a ball, they got a chance at making it. <laughs> Next up, we got Ronnie Palmer. Palmer, linebacker from Arizona. Hmm. Interesting. Palmer, I hardly know her. You brought her. You Palmer. I don't. <laughs> Chanel, dude. Come on. You ask Palmer. I'll work that in every episode somehow. We got Derek Walker, defensive end from Illinois. Know anything about him? He, he looked, he, no. He's 6'4", 270. It sounds like he's got a, a pretty good frame to be a pass rusher, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident that he's going to get cut. Cut! Hmm. Interesting. Then we have the Williams brothers, Edwin Williams out of Maryland, another offensive lineman. Both offensive linemen on this list yeah, are from Maryland. They probably played together. And then we also have he was a center, you said? Yeah, he was a center, so you know he's gonna try to bring some chaotic funk. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have last but not least, well maybe not least, Jason Williams. Another wide receiver. He's an Oregon Beaver. What are they? The Ducks or something? No, no, yeah, that would be or Beaver. That would be Oregon State. Okay, good. He is an Oregon mighty duck, right. and he's six foot five, two hundred and thirty pounds. That's pretty tall. What we need to do is yeah, take is. that guy and convert him to cornerback. <laughs> John, you've got it all worked out. How come? There, how come there's no six five, hey. six six cornerbacks anymore? Or out there? We got all these receivers that are like super uber tall nowadays. We need these guys back there to cover them. I guess because they, they can't play man because they're too slow. Well, dude, and if they're good enough to do that, then they end there, up dude. playing wide receiver. If they can't, if they can't catch a ball at receiver, how are they going to knock one? They one can't down catch a ball. They end cornerback. Yeah, that's what happens to receivers. They can't catch. They play cornerback because they're at least good at knocking them down. Yes, sir. Man, are we mm. done with these undrafted, soon-to-be-cut free agents? Please, Some of these guys won't please, even make it through the minicamp this done. weekend. Please, I know we're already we're already getting getting long here. Getting can long in the tooth. Quick, uh, Sick. Can we take a quick break? All right, we're yeah, we're gonna take a quick break yeah. for station identification, and we'll come back and wrap this thing up with some more news from the week. Some stuff you may be interested in. See you on the other side. Tea break. <laughs> All right, we're back. Right on. Some big news uh, from yesterday. 
the fact that Josh's dog from last preseason, yeah, the rushing sensation, I believe he led the NFL in preseason rushing yardage. In five games. Marcus Mason was awarded to the Redskins from waivers after he left the Redskins after he was. Seriously, I was, after he I was sad to see him go last year, man. I think all three of us what? predicted he was going to make the team in some capacity, even if it was a practice squad. Mm-hmm. Yep. Marcus Mason. So anyway, after he was. Went to uh, Youngstown State. Uh, uh, Youngstown State. Isn't that Youngstown right? Youngstown State in Ohio. Youngstown State. In Eastern we'll Ohio. So after he, he was to, cut. See what number he gets to wear this Redskins. year because he's been wearing 26, I think, up there in New York. <laughs> right now he's listed on the Redskins website as wearing number zero. Uh, Anyway, I was going to say, after he was cut from the Redskins, he went to Baltimore Ravens practice squad, and then he was picked up by the Jets and then cut. Yeah, he was active for five games in New York, and then he was cut. Um, well, he wasn't cut. They were they were going to release him, but or they put him on waivers, and the Redskins claimed him back. So, there we go. We look forward to him. Um, I know Clinton Boris is like, thank God we got Marcus back. So I don't have to run the ball in preseason again. <laughs> Seriously, do you think they're just bringing him in to spell Clinton Portis in preseason? <laughs> I think <laughs> he's like, going to make hey, the team. Ten. You think so? I think he's going to make the team this year. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about you know. Let's talk about our other running backs. I mean, what, what's going to happen to Rock Cartwright, Liddell Betts? I think the question is what's going to happen. I think to Liddell, Liddell Betts, Betts is gone. Yeah. Here's what's going to happen to Liddell Betts. <laughs> I think so. No, dude, they're going to try to find I out what they can get, what for. We can get for him. There you go. We'll give you I Liddell really Betts and Antoine Randall L for <laughs> uh, a tight end. Anquan Bolden. There you go. <laughs> okay. I'll do that. <laughs> Antoine Randall L. I don't know why you guys don't like him. Because he's who Antoine Randall L. Because he's been a failure as a wide receiver and a failure as a punt returner. <laughs> mm. I, I like him all right as a wide receiver, yeah, but I like right. James Thrash better, and he costs a lot less. Five million a year. He's supposed to be a number two wide receiver, and uh, he's not. Well, he is number two. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so Marcus Mason's back. Uh, who else do we pick up? Other news here. Oh, yeah. I think this is the thing I was most excited about last week. <laughs> we picked up Hunter Smith. I'm not even kidding. Hunter Smith from the Colts. Solid, consistent punter who hasn't missed a game in like 10 years. And you know how horrible our punting was last year. And you guys saw in that game between the Colts and San Diego when San Diego's punter basically won the game for them. In in the uh, so if he's that good, why did the Colts let him go? Right? Why does, is there something wrong with him? Does he something have a stinks here. Something stinks really bad here. I don't like it. We'll find out, dude. But he's not going to be as bad as. Our punters from last year. Quackemeyer. <laughs> the slowest wind-up and kick ever in the history of punters. 
and Durant Brooks. <laughs> and before that, we had um, who was that other guy we didn't like? Can't even remember his name right off the top. Frost, of Derek Frost. Derek Frost. Choke. Yes. I like to call him Choke. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, the Colts did draft a punter in the sixth round, so maybe they wanted to save some money. That may have been their, their salary cap. Yeah, that may have been their, uh, their reasoning behind it. Dude, yes, dude, let me bring this up. <clears throat> let me bring this up real quick since backtracking, since we were talking about uh, running backs and bringing in Marcus Mason and, you know, Liddell Betts and all this stuff. <clears throat> uh you know who uh, Arizona just released Edron James yesterday, right? Good. Do you do you see the Redskins having any sort of interest in in Edron James as a backup? Uh, you know, put him in for a play spell uh, spell Clinton Portis kind of position. I don't. I don't either. I think they'd bring back Sean Alexander before they brought him in. Um, think so? I think someone will give him a shot. But I don't think it's going to be the Redskins. But I do think the Redskins, jumping one little spot here, we'll come back to that next thing. I do think the Redskins are uh, right now, at this moment, talking to Brent Favre. Are you serious? I guarantee it because he he opened up the whole can of words. Mm -hmm. He just got released officially by the Jets this week. And he had to ask them twice to release him. They didn't just say, oh, well, he's up and retired and cut him. He had to ask them twice to release him. And when he was interviewed, he said, right now, or as of now, I am retired. Or I am retired as of right now. Dude, are you serious? Dude, I am dead serious. I He's probably on damn Redskins 1 right now going, you know, Wranglers. <laughs> <laughs> I have Dude, I could see Brett Favre. Wearing I could Wranglers. see him going to like to Minnesota or something, hanging out in the back of a pickup truck, mowing his lawn. Seriously, since it died, chucking the football you know, I mean, around. I mean, if if we're gonna say that, why don't we say you know Vinny Serrato is visiting the Central Virginia prison or whatever to talk to Michael Vick? Oh, see, so don't even go there. Oh, they already did talk about that today. I saw an article about it. Yeah, I think that one's a lot more speculation because I don't think I don't think Vic is ever going to really come back to the NFL, or if he does, I don't think he's going to do anything. But I I guarantee that they're talking to Brett Favre. Oh Oh, yeah, I just can't I can't imagine it. Seriously. Anyway, Brett Favre coming out wearing number four in the burgundy and gold, (laughs) wearing Wranglers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and using the dog running beside him with like a, a yellow lab running beside him onto the field carrying a stick <laughs> and his two of Sensodyne <laughs> I'm sorry dudes I have what's sensitive the, taste what's that other one doesn't he take like Tylenol or something too to help with his pain I don't know goodies headache powders maybe <laughs> goodies headache but I don't know anyway it's BC he takes Look, BC we, we don't need another we don't need another Stanton I got nothing against Brett Favre okay I think he's been a great quarterback he needs to know when to say when I mean somebody take the keys for crying out loud 
Um, and and what's worse, dude, is that if he does come here, they're gonna sign him to like like a three or four million dollar year contract, like something ridiculous for his age and what he's done lately. Yeah, seriously. probably more than that. He's thrown a lot of interceptions. Yeah, I think you get a lot of um, you get a lot of uh, money on, added to your contract for the number of interceptions you had <laughs> yeah, the previous but, season. Yeah, but then they're gonna have to provide him with like the orthopedic cleats and <laughs> you know. All that Vincent stuff. To die. Yeah. <laughs> Geritol. Geritol. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we can't be speculating on that. We still have more stuff to talk about. Yes, here. please. Let's talk. Uh, okay. Um, Kerry Campbell, moving on, is pissed off because the Redskins drafted new linebackers. Yeah, the story and by uh, David Elton in Washington Times today is that Kerry Campbell was mulling coming back to the Redskins. Uh, he had his minimum, you know, league minimum, veteran minimum contract in front of him. And then he saw that they drafted two linebackers on the second day. And he says that he's, he feels like he's been disrespected. So he's looking elsewhere. Not that he's going to get signed anywhere else, but, you know, he's not really a starting linebacker, but he's a really great leader on the special teams for this team right now. And he's led special teams and tackles the last three years. This just, just reeks of yet another solid core type player leaving because they're not going to, you know, kick him an extra hundred thousand or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Not that he may deserve it. He may have mm-hmm. already hit the, hit the wall in his career. He may already be on the decline. That That's very possible, but man, it, it just because of the way the Redskins management has worked ever since the Danny took over. It's like, oh, see, see ya, Antonio Pierce type of thing. Not that he's at that level, but it just seems like another one of those deals. Letting people go that, that have done a good job in their role. Mm. I hear you. At the same time, I don't think he's that great. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't think he's teams. that great either. And how much are you going to pay us? But. But how much are you going to pay a special team only player? Do you well, think? how valuable is your special teams tackles leader the last three years to you? It is. It is one third of the game. Offense, defense, and special teams it's all equally important. It, it's apparently worth the league minimum. <laughs> it's worth the league veteran minimum. <laughs> <laughs> I don't anyway, know. It's so very possible. Anywhere, it's very possible. Looking... Sorry, sorry. It's very possible he could you know, get over it and sign anyway and come back. If for no other reason, no one's going to give him any more money because he's just a special teamer. Mm -hmm. I guarantee if it's between that and coming back to the Redskins for the league minimum and nothing, he's going to come back. He's going to come back for the league minimum. Yeah. Moving on real quick. we got to wrap this thing up. It's getting pretty long here. Um, Here's the thing I tried to talk about at the top of the show. Derek Dockery's um, live-in roommate, Mike Williams, is freaking H. What do you mean by live-in roommate? with the skins? Apparently, something happened where Mike Williams uh, moved in with Derek Dockery and his wife or something. Okay, so you're not, you're not talking about live-in roommate like they take Wendy Walks together. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that was straightened out. I forget, I, forget, I forget the situation, but I think what happened was is Mike Williams and his wife moved in with Derek Dockery and his wife for a while because they were having 
another child to help them like take care of their god children or something like that. Anyway, <laughs> Mike Williams um, in February, just two short months ago, was apparently 449 pound offensive lineman. How much? And 449 pounds. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude, I'm not lying. All right. Holy he hasn't H. played football in three years since he was since he was from the Lions. <laughs> but all right. He's now down to four hundred and four pounds. How much? And he said four hundred and four. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you serious? Yeah, the key the key to that sentence was he's down, down. to four hundred and four pounds. <laughs> and and he said that by training camp, he wants to be down to 370 pounds. Which is funny right. because Redskins.com has enlisted right now at 360 pounds. Like, did they not see him when he came into the building in Ashburn? I mean, were they just like, how much do you weigh? And he's like, uh, I'm, I'm looking to weigh about 360, 370. And they're like, all right, 360. There you go. <laughs> so anyway... So here's the deal with that also. Um, so he is huge, right? Giant, so to speak. But I was reading this article about him, and they asked him if he thought he was going to be able to beat out one of the other offensive linemen for a starting position this season. And he said, I wouldn't be coming back if I didn't think I could. All right? So then I'm reading this article thinking that this dude is just some huge, like, fat couch potato dude that's like I'm envisioning like the fat boys like the rap band like one of those dudes like walking in (laughs) and then someone on this blog on this blog some dude put a comment in like don't be jumping to conclusions until you see a picture of him and he had a link and if you click on the picture or on the link it brings you to a picture of him recently this dude's built (laughs) he's like 6'6 and he's huge he's like mostly muscle dude and really? then they showed another picture of him next next to uh, uh, Chris Samuels, and he made Chris Samuels look like a little twig. Really? Really? Yeah, dude. I mean, I don't know how he can play, but he's not just some huge fat slob. He's just huge. <laughs> Interesting. So anyway, I'm interested. To, I'm interested to see what happens with that guy. I'm very interested mm-hmm. to hear. You so, know, minicamp is coming up this weekend, and I'm very, very interested to hear the stories. Um, coming out of that with the new guys, the new the draftees, the unsigned guys, see if any of them have any kind of chops whatsoever. And a couple people like him, Hunter Smith, um, to see what they can do. We know Marcus Mason can run the ball. Let's see how he's, he looks out there. We know he can. Mm-hmm. We just need to see him do it in Washington, something other than a preseason game. Yes, sir. All right. It's pretty much time to wrap this thing up. One other story that we also, I guess we really broke this story. We've been talking about this for a year, man. We've been talking about it for years. Yeah, we've been talking about this for a long time. Over a year. About how the season season ticket waiting list is, you know, fake and doesn't exist. And now other people are jumping on the bandwagon. They must have heard our podcast. Because then, like, in the recently, like, the last two or three days, it's been popping up on blogs everywhere. Dude, old news for those of you guys in Harry Hog Nation. Everyone knows that the season ticket waiting list is a is a sham. Mm-hmm. 
It is. So anyway, I received, as a matter of fact, yesterday, I received my fourth letter in the last six weeks from the Washington Redskins. Um, that starts off going, congratulations! Oh, and of course, if you listen to the last, was it last episode we put the phone call in? Yeah. Yeah, and I got another phone call the next day. So I've had four letters and two phone calls in the last six weeks. Um, basically, they're basically begging me to buy up to state eight season tickets. Don, you know what you should do next time they call? What? Answer it and offer them a counter offer. Be like, I'll buy the tickets. <laughs> Dude, that sounds awesome. But I, I, but you know what? I can only, I only got fifty dollars for each ticket. If someone could do that and record it, oh man, that'd be hilarious. Well, the question is, if they're not selling out all their season tickets, are we going to face blackouts? Can we? Well, here's another thing, dude. If they're not selling out all their season tickets, does that mean we can just like get them game by game at face value? Dudes. Because then they'll still sell out. Dudes, I have another question. This is kind of important. Do you think that's maybe why we did draft Cody Glenn? So he could sell the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, I'm sure they're going to do something like the Cubs do in baseball, where they have some like sham fake company that they run. It's like a puppet company, and they set that company buys the tickets from the Cubs and then resells them online through various outlets like StubHub and whatnot at a higher value than the face value. So I'm sure the Redskins are going to do something of that nature as well. Just to say that hmm. all the tickets have been sold. They need and to it, at least throw in a free trip to uh, Six Flags theme parks or something. <laughs> and it says, it actually says in the letter that, and if you can resell your tickets on eBay and StubHub, or just on StubHub for the uh, games that you can't go to. Like, they make that a yeah, selling a point. Higher value. Yeah, they make that a selling point yeah. now. It used to be illegal. And they could take your season tickets for doing something. And now they encourage you to do it because they want you to buy the tickets. Because you are much more important. You, Yes, you, listener, are much more important or at the head of the 200,000-person list. There you go. And they got a deal with StubHub. Don't forget. My accountant gives me uh, gives me his letter every time I see him. He gets a new <laughs> one, like all the time. He's like, hey, you want these? I got another one. Anyway, just wrapping things up real quick because this is pretty uh, long episode here. Um, That's okay. We had a lot to Harry talk Hug about. Football, yep. Yeah. If you go to Harry Hog Football this week, or is it just on Cinco de Mayo? There is a Cinco de Mayo sale, which means 5th of May, people. No, no, you can use it right now. You don't have to wait for the 5th of May. Okay, you can use it between now and the 5th of May. If you go to our site, and go up to the um, shop shopping link, shopping links, and click on fogdog fogdog.com. Fifteen percent off order plus free shipping at fogdog.com, and they've got hats and cool stuff like that. So that actually makes it a decent deal if you like any of their hats. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just make sure you click through harryhogfootball.com first. Don't go directly to fogdog. Click yep, through our site. That way, our drop-down links. You can also go to iTunes, Amazon, and every time they, you go to those websites, you know it helps us out a little bit, and it doesn't cost you a single extra penny. That's right. It just costs you an extra click. Yeah, but it does. They do send us maybe an extra penny. Yeah, just about. That's that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and one more thing before we leave. It's not on here, but. 
What was up with Dallas passing when they finally came up for their first pick in like the third round? I have no idea. This? I think maybe they were trying to put together a deal to trade down or something of that nature. Or they, they're they were like, we pass. Or they're stupid. We pass. Every time their picks came up is when I went to the bathroom. So I don't know. It's like, and the Cowboys pick with their first pick in the third round, um, the Cowboys pass. What is that pass? Does it mean anyway. they didn't run? They passed? Anyway. Anywho, let's wrap this. Let's wrap, let's wrap this, this thing. thing up. Um, remember, hail to the Redskins. Um, defense looks stacked. I'm still a little bit worried about the offensive line. Still a lot. We'll worried. see what happens in mini camp and training camp, and then we're starting to round the Roy to the off season and heading back up. And hail to the Redskins. And as always, people, if you see a Cowboys fan, you know what to do. Joko. Yodel man, give us a yodel. Very nice.